Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a new campaign. Uh, we are Skyward Lilies. We are doing a campaign that is built off of the world of Astro Gummies, but this time we're following Chaos Corn. Uh, this hectic world should be pretty interesting. It will be a lot more combat focused. Uh, and we have new players and new characters. So, for a little bit of locational context, you guys are in the Fortress Citadel, which is also a floating church to the Corn God. And you are, we have our players are going to be the four Cornmen of the Apocalypse. Do we want to go through character descriptions? Let's start with, um, let's start with the person who came up with the idea gordon all right so um i guess the best way to describe my character would be a space marine from <laughs> uh, a space marine from warhammer just a giant hulking thing of corn it wields like a giant a sword a shield on my arm nice and yeah, like I got yeah. the idea for this entire campaign or because when I was listening to the podcast itself, I immediately thought like it sounds a lot like Warhammer. And then I was like, wait a minute, there's a, a thing in Warhammer named named Corn. And what if we had a characters or a god named Corn, but just regular corn? <laughs> so that was it. Nice. Nice. Should we go with this? Like hulking corn entities, personal shield, uh, Cyrus. Oh heck yeah! Okay, so first off, my guy, he's um, you know, we're all genetically modified, so I have like this genetically modified shell that I can go back into, and uh, my guy Cobb, he's he's a farmer, he's a farmer and a chef, so he's all about creating life, you know, manipulating nature and and all that good stuff. Um. He he eventually wants to become a restaurant owner. He wants to sell a bunch of merch. So he's got to be making bank eventually, assuming he saves he saves the corn people. If there's corn people to save. Um, dude. What else does my guy have? Um, yeah, I think that's the, the main thing about my person. And so, oh, I mean, the main way I defended myself at like all the places because i would do like little cooks or like you know get some little jobs at like restaurants so my character mainly from behind the counter he'd pull out a gun and just like start shooting people um and so that's his main weapon he's never really used anything else he has a, a gun and a rifle a pistol and a rifle and a, and a nice little staff oh and he has a bunch of spores like excreting off him he's a little bit moldy but that's okay. Just a, just a little bit more. The just a little uh, bit. <laughs> let's do the third sort of like partner with, um, what is it, Colonel Cornelius? Cornel Colonel Cornelius Cornwall. <laughs> I did not come up with that. <laughs> uh, Atticus, what is your character? Oh, my character is Eska Corn. Um, so 
acetylcholine is a full kind of like corn cob and then uh his arms and like feet and stuff are made of um uh husk like the corn husk um he has um a dried corn husk mustache um and then uh in between like the individual uh like i guess they call it seeds or paws or like each little like bump there's like red like faint glowing red stardust um, and that forms his eyes as well. Uh, yeah. the, the fiery-hearted Escacorn. Mm-hmm. And then the final, the fourth cornman of the apocalypse, of course, is the hooded figure. Tyler, do you want oh. to introduce your character? Oh, he's the hooded one. Yeah, so uh, my character, his name is Corm, with an M. And uh, he... Uh, He's not really a corn. He's a broccoli, but he wants to. Uh, he wants to be a corn. So he. Uh, he's got the. Got the like not the stock, but like the whole like. Uh, the husk. thing that goes around. Like yeah, he's got the husk going around it, and uh, he's just really good at trying to gaslight people, being like, "Yep, no, I'm corn. What do you mean? What do you mean?" <laughs> so uh, that's his whole goal. He's an alcoholic, and he really, really likes the taste of uh, corn-based alcohol. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so he's a cannibal. <laughs> I mean, spoiler warning: I'm also eating everything we kill. Hey, yo. <laughs> uh, it has something to do with uh the 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 stage two. Uh, oh yeah. Name? I'm pretty sure I told Liam its name. Uh yeah. Uh, we're gonna be having fun. <laughs> so of course this is a chaos corn episode which means the chaos doesn't stop at just the gameplay it feeds over to the podcast itself so we will be talking over each other we will be doing whatever and i will not be editing it because it's a pain in the ass to edit so Mm. we get just whatever we get (laughs) so sorry in advance we don't do common courtesy here (laughs) uh we actually are at zero sponsors at the moment so sponsors we will actually clean up our act just a little bit if you want to sponsor us um otherwise we are going to just be as unprofessional as we possibly can um with that we should probably jump into the world i think um i i kept trying to think of what you're like Fortress Citadel. Uh, you have basically a giant spaceship, which is I, I modeled this off of Warhammer, but it's it's a big church to the corn god, and you are you fly through space. And I was trying to think of a good name, and I was thinking of like either the Corn Cathedral or the I was actually this this is probably not a good name, but I was thinking it was going to be the Corn Hub. Um, both of those are not great, you know. So, did you guys want any which way? Um, I might Freudian slip if we choose one. <laughs> I mean, cornucopia uh, is always an option. Oh, the cornucopia. Okay, okay. The cornucopia. Like cornucopia. cornucopia. Perfect. I like that. Perfect. We'll go with that. Okay. Let's set the mood for this. War rages across the galaxy 
the hot food section has fallen recently, and with it, there is an expanding, ever-flowing wave of liquid foods, abnormal, aberrant entities that crawl from their various liquid states and lay waste to everything around them. You, the four cornmen of the apocalypse, are not there to start the apocalypse. You are there to fight the apocalypse, to hold it back at bay. You might be apocalyptic in the methods you use. You might be seen as chaotic murderers, but you stand for the cause of fighting the enemy. The enemy meeting anything that tries to harm the cornucopia and tries to be harm the corn god's image. Flying through space, you have the cornucopia, and it is a massive, sprawling, church-like entity. We're going to zoom in on the outskirts. There is fighting, there's magical bursts of energy flying around, and you also see um, various enemies being laid waste to, and your own corn troops who are not as genetically modified or as the four cornmen are um, falling, but deep within the cornucopia you are in sort of a a cathedral area and in it you're listening to a sermon before you are being dropped into combat in the sermon there is a central figure a, a sort of twisted and old looking corn who has long wispy eyebrows that seem to droop all the way down to what should be the shoulders on a regular person and in, dressed in this white robe that is splashed with red. Um, the sermon just drones on and goes, Far in the past, the corn god came out and laid waste to our enemies. We will fight in his honor and glory. You, the four cornmen of the apocalypse, you are our hope, our salvation. Our warriors, we go to the harmful, destructive corn starch, corn syrup, corn destruction factories that the liquid foods have produced. They take our common soldiers, our civilians, and they grind them into dust. We will take from them what is what they have taken from us go forth, and sort of bows, and as it bows, like, red smoke begins to fill the area, and as it fills the area, your visions are filled with immense amounts of rage. <clears throat> so, how are, how are people dressed? How are people acting? Are you guys, you guys are going into combat zone right now, I think. Oh, shoot. Oh shit! Well, I didn't do it. I guess. Wait, are we going full in rage mode, or am I? Or should we be taking this like casual? Casually, we'll see what Casually? it looks like. Okay, I'm angry. You, as you're, you're like this is just to get you pumped up to enter the combat. You're not supposed to be expending anything too much on this first run. Okay. So I need, I need to know if I needed to pull out my final form immediately or not. Oh my. My guy's just gonna be he's gonna have a little frowny face and he's gonna be excreting so many spores right now. 
It's got to be in this wild shape. It's got to be angry. So my guy's doing. Okay. My guy's going to be offering a prayer. Huh? Board horse the court and God. Asking for as much strength and courage as possible. That's the corn is this going to be. Doing yeah. some calisthenics, stretching out, getting ready. Also, like, I'm pulling out uh, my pipe of remembrance and smoking on it in order to feel my rage. I'm remembering all the people that were murdered. All the corn, all the innocent corn that got killed and grounded up. It's disgusting. <laughs> disgusting things. Horrible. <laughs> These I, mean, must... I, oh, I pass the pipe around if anyone wants it. Sure. <laughs> to feel your rage. Alright, what well, does, does it do anything other than that, or...? Yeah, that's all it does, yeah. It basically helps you remember. <laughs> that's all it does. Alright. Yeah, I'm gonna take a big hit off of, uh... The Cornel Cornelius Cornwall's, uh... <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I, and then, uh... Down some... Down some liquid that nobody else knows what it is. And, uh, <laughs> just get pumped. Pumped? These pumped muscles... Pumped. We'll flex the name of corn. <laughs> Pull out my gun. And I'm ready. <laughs> Let's do this. I'm As ready. you fly in, the the cathedral seems to open up a little bit, revealing a large open window that just slowly descends, and you see the enormous battlefield that you're dropping into. It's not a standard land-based battlefield. No. Instead, these are the horrible, aberrant creations that fly through space, and you see tiny little ordinary corn soldiers with little tiny jetpacks flying through space fighting off what looks like horrible tentacled entities that seem to be excreting tons and tons of what looks like tiny globules of liquid that each seem to sprout little tiny liquid arms and legs and fly through space uh you see your troops getting overwhelmed and the priest behind you says remember the chant Remember, starch for the starch god, kernels for the kernel throat. To glory! And the glory brothers are launched. (gasps) You guys are launched into space where you see hundreds of tiny floating, um, these are essentially gushers, um, tiny little juice filled candies swarming around, and the first large enemy that you're facing, which is this horribly mutated-looking fungal growth that crawls through this asteroid belt. And um, you hear various corn troops go, Fall back! Fall back! And they're firing off magical bursts, but it doesn't seem to be working. Let's let's go into initiative for me, please. Alrighty. It begins. I have an advantage on initiative. Yeah, I need it. <laughs> oh, Wait, yeah, sorry, my... are you going to be on my shield or are you going to be my shield? What's, what are we doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> you didn't talk about this, did we? I can, I can sort of just be your shield. I have, I have many options here. Um, I, have, I have a shield of... I have a central shield, so... I guess flying in, you would just be using your own shield for now. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, okay. Uh, if you become I, Cornelius, uh, Colonel Cornelius's Cornwall's shield, you just call me Colonel. I, Colonel. <laughs> yeah, just call uh, me Colonel. Colonel Corn. 
if you become the colonel's shield, it I will have to like he might block with you sometimes, so you might get hit more often. Um, and then I'll, I'll roll like if they miss him, they might hit you, and so I'll roll. It'll also twice. be a backpack. <laughs> yeah, like, like you're just strapped to his back. Honestly, the t- the first thing that came to mind was the uh, the gargantuan zombies from Plants vs Zombies. Oh, <laughs> I-, I was thinking like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles style, where you're just a, like a swordsman with <laughs> with a turtle shell on your back. Oh, <laughs> that'd be oh, crazy. Sure. You can also you can also throw me, and I could be like a little bomb. Oh, that's a, true. A... Cyrus does have AOE uh, on self potential. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, look at that. I'll keep that in mind. Right? Um, the four of you land pretty gracefully, ready for combat on a floating asteroid. And in this deep space, there is no gravity. Luckily, you have been outfitted with um, magical stardust where if you believe that you can walk in certain directions, you begin to walk in those directions. So you you can basically choose which way gravity goes. Your willpower is strong enough to warp this space into belief. Whoa. Um, let's see. Top of the round. Uh, I think it's the tiny... Let's, let's make, a, make a chart. Tiny gushers. Gushers. I don't think I've ever uh, had a good initiative roll. Yeah, you're the highest probably, out of one of us. Yeah. You probably haven't um, built out a dexterity-based character before. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, you probably all got like negatives in there. I just have a straight... <laughs> I just well, straight I'm not the... Yeah, I got well, I'm bulky. Too. I'm not... Well, is everyone... <laughs> Oh, everybody has a negative. Oh no, we all drunk Let's go. Let's go. Wait, nobody has dexterity in this group. Well, I mean, Bias is a zero. I thought I thought Atticus would be Dex since he's a barbarian. No, I'm a barbarian. You're a barbarian, and I'm a paladin. It's different. Nah, we believe in constitution and charisma here. Twenty. Strength was a dump stat <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm zeroed out, but one, the best roll one, I ever one, get for uh, initiative is like. Oh, there she is. I think. So that's our initiative list for now. Top of the round. The first thing you see as you step out is a tiny, tiny, non genetically modified corn who is has various different colors, including brown, yellow, and just red shades, who's decked out in in what looks like standard infantry gear, uh, crawl over to your asteroid and go, there's too many of them! Ah!" And as this happens, three gushers fly out of space and land on this infantry personnel. And um, as you watch, they... And um, you watch as the starchy liquid within this infantry personnel is sucked out, and as it gets sucked out, these tiny gusher, different color gusher entities grow slightly bigger, and now there's four in front of you. Um, They are slightly smaller than you guys, but um, the first one, I think, is going to just attack 
forward. I th who's probably most forward? I think all of you guys are pretty evenly. Let's let's roll a one d four. I think I would be the most since you know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. In that case, what is your armor class? Um, it would be a twenty-three. Okay. Dang. I got the shield. I got a shield of um, what was it? Sentinel shield, which is two and plus two with the protection and plate armor. So yeah. I'm running out here with corn rope or husk ropes. Corn husk ropes. Mm -hmm. Just <laughs> unarmored. You, you guys watch as one of the tiny gushers looks up and goes <laughs> and tries to attack uh, Colonel and it jumps forward and Colonel, you just reach your arm out and just slap it and grab its sort of squirming face um, in one hand. Um, the tiny gushers yeah, I think I think you you watch as the tiny gush the other three tiny gushers like look to each other and look to the one that Colonel is holding, and then they they something strange begins to happen. You watch as the magic seems to distort and warp within them. You see lines of energy beginning to spark between them, and you watch as space actually begins to distort. Something about compressing magical energy to the point where it rips space and time apart. And uh, I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, you. Oh, oh my. <laughs> no. He was planning this mistake. <laughs> they, have, they have electricity, bro. Are you? Oh, oh my. You're starting off strong. <laughs> a total of zero. <laughs> what are the scores? <laughs> Oh wait! Oh, did you roll it too? Cool seven. I rolled. I I'm just using I'm using a another app. I just have it on the side. So. Oh, okay. I, just I don't I don't even try to attempt to dodge. I just stand there. Just oh, man, yeah. You uh, jump into it. I, I was debating <laughs> choosing to fail every single saving throw, <sighs> and I think I think that's what I'm gonna go for. <laughs> I'm just gonna choose to fail everything. No. <laughs> Um, okay, so these waves of energy wash across you, and the group doesn't even dodge. You guys just all stand there, like, yeah, what's up? And you all take six points of electricity lightning damage um, as just ripping across you guys. You guys are unfazed. Um, top of the round, Cobb, what do you oh. want to do? I'm kneeling down to my fallen comrade. I'll be like... The corn god has blessed you with another life. Wait, Am doesn't I... he automatically turn into a, a zombie? Actually, yeah, yeah. It, 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 but it, it there's a flavor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I'm kneeling down to him, and my spores are just gonna gather around him and bring him back to life. You have been blessed with another life. Fight on, and our corn comrade is risen again. And now, <laughs> oh, actually, that only takes a reaction. Nice. Now, it I'm rises gonna... up to its feet. I I will say they take their actions at the same time as your turn. So, what would you like it to do? Oh, um, let's see. So okay, it has a. I'm gonna say that it's alive for at least one hour. It should technically be a zombie, and I'll use that stat block. But because it's a okay. corn, <laughs> I like to believe 
that the corn god has blessed it with an hour more of the, life. The fallen comrade of your infantry troop creaks a little bit, and you watch as the spores sort of fill in the gaps where the liquid once was, and it seems to fill back out. It's still sort of raggedy and destroyed looking, but it uh, it uh, rises to its feet. Oh, heck yeah. He's back in business! I'm gonna have him immediately attack the um the thing that just killed him, the uh the little gusher. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, what is that? Melee plus three. Okay, one d twenty plus three. He's gonna punch. Oh shoot! <laughs> oh wow, he's not very impressive, is he? <laughs> he's not. It punches outward, but it's it's like deformed, dead body doesn't quite strike the gusher. Oh no. It's fine, it's fine, it's oh. fine. <laughs> Would you like to do anything for your actions? Oh, yeah. So, if that guy's not going to get revengeance, I will. So, oh, just for a, a battle perspective, there are four gushers on the asteroid with you, but there are um, maybe 20 or more. Um, now that they see that you are at the actual threat and the rest of the foreign army has pulled and retreated away, they are focusing in towards you right now. Oh, okay. You know what? Time. <laughs> oh, even fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was. I'm not gonna pull out the spells yet, but there is that burst fire. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm just angry at all of these. I I pull out my automatic rifle, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna back up. And in a ten feet cube, just just right in front of me, of all the gushers right there, I'm gonna unleash just a spray of bullets. Um, okay, it takes ten of my ammo. Let me take that away. Um, you, the- you think back to the times when you've had to defend your restaurant, and you've had groups of whatever, like vegetables, thinking they they could get the better of you, try to jump you ten at a time. Sweet. And you pull out your rifle like the good old days and just begin firing recklessly towards these gushers. Oh, yeah. They all have to make a DC 15 save for dexterity. Um, Cobble will just scream at them. What does that sound like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Plus one, and they're all gonna take nine damage. Bullets shred through these crowds of gushers. I'd say you hit a good seven of them, um, and they they seem to just be leaking the gusher sweet liquid out into into the empty void of space. Um, yeah, you you did a pretty good amount of damage. These guys aren't strong. Nice. Um, and I believe that is my turn. Wait. Burst fire. Can I burst fire twice? <laughs> Is it? Do you have a second attack action? Or uh, oh wait, shoot! You know I'm a, I'm a spellcaster. I don't think I do. Mm-hmm. Do you no. want to do anything with your bonus action? A bonus action. Um. Let's see. Um. I think I will do. Bonus action, bonus action, bonus action. Oh, this bonus action. You know, as a bonus action, I will... Can I flame tongue with my pistol? Or no, I'll shillay it first as a bonus action. 
I'll imbue it with my magic. Your pistol lights on fire and grows spiky growths around its chainsaw bayonet. Oh, heck yeah. And then I would my turn. Okay. Um, Colonel, what do you want to do? This Is tiny it... little gusher in your hand has yeah, just okay. shocked you. It's still in my hand? It's still in your hand. I'm going to crush it. <laughs> you just look down at it, and it's, it's just squirming there, this chaotic energy that's trying to warp space, and you just slowly crush it in your hand. Uh, go ahead and make a strength check for me, please. Oh, oh! <laughs> bad rolls all around. <laughs> you. <laughs> so you you start squishing it, but it is liquid, and so it starts squishing, and you find it sort of relaxing. Almost, it feels almost like a like a stress ball, and you just. You just admire in how squishy it is. Not actually fully crushing it. You're just stress balling it out. It's a little stress ball. <clears throat> I think I want to play music, but I'm worried about it playing in the recording. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it might if you did that. <laughs> Anything else you would like to do? Yes. <laughs> Mm. I want to kill the steak right now. All right, I want to. I think that was just an item interaction. Uh, okay, um, I guess I'll just use my sword to try to kill it. So while you're just like stress balling this gusher, it's this like green gusher. You pull out your sword. What does your sword look like? Hmm. Damn, I actually, no. That's okay. Um, you you pull out your glorious. Yes, I pull out my glorious sword. long sword. Yeah, long sword. Mm-hmm. That's covered then, in like prayers on it. It has little streams of like husks from fallen corn with prayers written on it, and it, you just pull out the sword, and the the gusher goes. Uh, the the sound suppression is cutting me off. I'm gonna trick that off. Okay, slightly different audio. And it goes, and and just squirms in your hand until you attack with your sword. Go ahead and roll to hit for me, please. That hits. <laughs> Ten does hit. Oh, nice. Wow. That, yeah, this is... <laughs> uh. You smack it right up. I stab it. If people want to use other dice rolling software or real dice or whatever, that is also allowed. I'm probably just... going to bust out my real dice. It is... Oh, yeah. This bot is the cursed. Real, <laughs> the real D&D experience. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it ta- are you... All right. <laughs> That's six points of damage to it. Wow. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'll call guys. You got two natural ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know, Colonel Cornelius is squishing this little stress ball and is just delighting in it. Maybe, maybe the stress ball can stick around a little bit and takes this glorious sword with prayers on it and just shaves a little bit of the of the gusher off a little bit and it just um all right next up we have escacorn the three the three gushers in front of you are sort of like charging more and more of this warp energy and then you also see shredded gushers coming in above and in the behind all of it is this horrible aberrant fungal growth that's slowly stretching out limbs like an octopus through space. How far away is that from me? I would say maybe 70 feet. Yeah. I could 60. almost make that. What was it 60? Here, let's... Yeah, 60 I'd, I'd, say, I'd say a tendril's within 45, and then the main body's 70. So you could, you could attack. 70. Yeah. Oh, this is so sad. It seems to be like crawling through the asteroid belt, um, extending out little fungal growths. And fungal right. growths are not supposed to grow very quickly or move very quickly. Uh, I guess so. Uh, how far are the gushers from me? Which ones in front? Oh, uh, just like five, ten feet. Uh, okay. Um. So part of my uh, bonus action of raging, I'm going to move. The veins in, in your corn body begin to just throb with energy, and you do get angry. Yes, I get very angry. I'm going to move, go up to uh, the first gusher. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to... Ooh could probably word it okay yeah i'm gonna get also my i I forgot to mention this before but my great axe looks like it's way too big for me um (laughs) so i'm gonna i'm gonna grab it and i'm gonna get it like a golf club i'm gonna uh smack the gusher and trying to aim for the uh the big guy the fungal growth (laughs) yeah Uh, should I just like roll to hit and then a strength? Uh, roll a just pure strength check for me, please. Okay. Uh, twenty-seven. Oh, uh, twenty-seven. Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> the, the gusher rolls a three, but it has a minus four to strength, so it rolls a negative one. So you wind up with your great axe like it's a it's a golf club and you swing downwards and hit the gusher it gives this little squishing horrible sound and it flies across space going it hits a couple other gushers actually on the way and they sort of like get knocked out of their flight flight path but it does fly all the way towards the main fungal entity go ahead and roll damage for me please uh, what do I roll? Um, I'd say it's like falling, but falling at low speed, so maybe uh, like 46. Cool. Do mm-hmm. I add rage damage? Probably not, right? Yeah, let's add rage damage. Sure. 
So I add strength actually as well. Yeah, let's do it. Why not? <laughs> well, I have three ones and a two. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> this bot hates us. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm tempted at this point because it's supposed to be like epic combat where you just crush all these things in your way. I'm tempted to just make stuff just explode whenever you touch them or even say that you touch them. Um, oh, I can destroy but I, them. I, actually, this in this phase, you guys are just toying with the enemies right now. You you aren't, like, taking it super seriously. Um, yeah, no. I turned you, them into a living golf ball. <laughs> do you say anything about golf ball to any of the other teammates? I'm just gonna yell four <laughs> when I hit it, and that'll be all I do. Can we? Uh, I give it. I give a nice golf clap. Four. <laughs> this tiny gusher just flies across space and smacks gently against the the main fungal entity, leaving a good splatter of blue gusher liquid across it, which slowly seems to reabsorb into the fungal entity. Um, I'm gonna do a cool little pivot. And then use my next attack to do it again for the next one next to me. Go ahead. Colonel, your little stress ball is squirming quite delightfully, even as you shave little bits of it off um, with your glorious That's sword. That's a nat 20. Oh. <laughs> nice. Uh, Escanor, you put a little too much power into your swing, and instead of flying off like a golf ball, it just splatters on your axe. <laughs> Oh, this like red gushers just and just splatters on your axe. I start licking the gusher juice off. Oh, mm. it's eating though. And I'm gonna uh, move my remaining. Was it fifty feet towards mm -hmm. the fungal growth? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you wrote you you watch as the. Escanor just steps off of the asteroid and just begins walking calmly through space. And as you walk through, you are walking through the massive swarm of gushers. So they are going to take opportunity attacks against okay. you. Um, but here, let me roll uh, like 10, 10 hits. 1d20 plus 4. I think it's plus 4. Uh, do any of those hit? Two. Three. Four. Three hit. Four. Four hit. Four hit. Okay. You take a total of 19 halved down to nine yep. points of damage. Oh. Yep. Uh, and then you watch as Eskinor strides through these gushers, the swarm of gushers, and all of them trying to take bites out of him, but he just walks calmly through it, brushing them aside, brushing them out of the way, and you emerge from this swarm of gushers to stand face-to-face -face with this fungal abomination, and you see as 12 glowing purple eyes slowly turn and fixate on you. <clears throat> Is that the end of your turn? Why, hello there, ugly. <laughs> hello, in my turn. <laughs> <clears throat> nice. Nice. <laughs> the fungal entity 
is going to okay um this fight's not supposed to be super super hard so i think the fungal entity is just going to attack escanor with one of its long tendrils 1d 20 20 plus 8 it can be super hard that does not happen. <laughs> it slams downward with one of its fungal tendrils and escanor what do you do to deflect this strike I just casually backhand and yawn. It slams that downward with another, another tendril. And this time, your yawn, you were so busy yawning that you get slammed into a, by a tendril. You do take a little bit of damage. Plus, uh, you do take 11, half down to 5 points of damage. And you guys, the rest of the party watches as Escanor, who's so busy just, like, yawning at the, like, ease of the tendril getting battered away, gets smacked out of nowhere with this other tendril, and it, it slams Escanor into a nearby asteroid. <clears throat> Ouch. How big is this fungi, fungal thing? It is considered huge, so it's... I can lift it. <laughs> uh, perfect. And that's that's all it's going to do for its turn. The hooded fourth cornman of the apocalypse. You see your comrades just toying with these entities. Do you want to say anything? Do you want to do anything? Why are we wasting time, fellas? Let's get this done. Huh? We, we, we got corn to help. What are we doing? Please, <laughs> I'm gonna look at uh, Cornelius. Be like, what are you doing, man? Eh, just kill that thing. Gosh, look at our boy over here. He's yawning. I'm trying. All right, it's very hard. It's very hard. Yeah. It's sticking out of a crate, Arya Meteor. Jeez. So uh, I'm going to um, cast because I, I see I see my boy. Um, what's his name? Shoot, I have all the names. Here, can up. we change our Discord username? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Escacorn, I'm gonna help you out real quick. How do I change my name on Discord for a server? It's been you a while. can uh, at the top left. You can click the little down arrows next to the name of the server, and then it can say um, edit server profile. Edit server profile. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then there's a server nickname. So I'm going to cast on to um Escacorn. I'm going to uh just cuz he he looks like he just got the shit kicked out of him. But I'm going to do where is it at? Uh just he is he 60 feet from me? Yes, exactly 60 okay. feet. Um I'm going to cast healing word which nice. um the 1d4 let's see all right i'm i'm loading in music because the silence hurts my soul yeah i've just been listening to music on the side <laughs> what um okay so i just have to roll to see if it is successful right uh, no, you should just rolled it for um, okay. how much you heal. Okay, cool. Sorry, I've like never used it. Uh, plus your wisdom? Yeah, so 1d4 plus 7. Plus 
So you are going to recover, let's see. You're gonna get 10 health, but since I'm the domain cleric, you're also gonna be able to use your attack since I put a since I put a spell onto you. So uh, oh. right, Liam, is that correct? Oh wait, here let me stop the music. Sorry. Wait. It has so text. since I focused a spell on to Escacorn, he can now use an attack, correct? You can use a reaction to attack. Yeah. The okay. voice of authority rings out in your group and now you guys are feeling a little more serious. So um, I'm going to say anytime you interact with the Gushers, you can just describe how brutally you murder them without rolling anything, and it will be item interactions. Um, and the voice of authority compels Escacorn. You can use a reaction to attack if you want to. Wow, that's strong. Is there, a, yeah. is there a tendril or something nearby? Yes. Cool. I'm going to grab it i guess uh what grapple is the correct word yes yeah, grapple uh at first you have to do it to hit for that first right y yes or is that kind of, yeah it's it's contested strength Actually, it's yeah it's either 25 or 11 so it's gonna be 25 okay oh it matched oh. your 25 so you, you, with the voice of authority ringing out in your group, um, you you pull out the command, and your group gets your group was playing around a little bit. It was it was just messing around, and now you guys are taking it more seriously. And as you do, Escanor, you you reach out and try to punch your punch into a grab on a tendril, and it just slams up against both of you, holding steady. Oh, can we have a let's have a roll off because I think those are fun. Oh, All right. is it straight 1d20 or yeah, 1d20? Uh, oh, no, <laughs> I should have let it roll first. Corm, the curse continues. Corm, what are, what are you saying? Meanwhile, um, come on, man. You made me waste it. Like, why are you doing this? Huh? <laughs> Jesus, I'm, I'm, I have an advantage on everything strength based. Hmm. I'm taking my steps <laughs> over to the, the big guy as and well. I'm, a, I'm an inspired. <laughs> let's, uh, let's. No, I, you, you like, you're like talking to Escacorn. Um, and you watch as Escacorn gets grabbed by this tendril. And is just shoved into the fungal beast. <clears throat> oh no! It disappears from sight. I uh, face palm a little bit. Jeez! Jeez. <laughs> uh, are we even corn anymore? What are we? Jeez! What are you like? Broccoli or something? He's, a, he's always been like this. I thought you knew. Jeez! So I, I'm using. I, I can only get. I can only move thirty feet over to him. Um, you said he was like seventy feet away, right? The, there, the, there is a swarm. Of gushers, but now that you guys are more serious, I'd say anytime you interact with a gusher, you can just destroy. Describe to me how you utterly destroy it. Oh, I'll destroy them. So am I just walking through them right now to get to the get to the big guy? Yeah. Do you do you like do any destruction, or are you just walking through them? I'm pimp slapping these guys as I'm just walking. They're just blowing up on my hand I'm like Jesus. Get like they're nasty. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. So, these swarms of gushers. 
you like begin moving towards you and you just calmly walk out there and it's like little gnats almost or like mosquitoes they try to bite you you just slap them away you just you're just slapping your way through through these sort of gusher horrible little entities um top of the round it is the gusher's I, turn I still, my, I still get my oh. action don't i oh oh bonus action yeah yeah no no it'd be my action action right because uh healing word is the bonus yeah. action Yes, mm -hmm. you're right. So, uh, how close am I to the big guy? You are now since I've moved thirty feet, twenty feet away. You're fifteen feet no, away from a tendril, and then you're uh, forty feet away from the main body. Damn. Okay, I don't know really what I could do. <laughs> I don't really have any. Uh... Can I just throw my warhammer at him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I'm done with this. Can I throw um, it 40 feet? Yeah, you in space, you, you can throw as far as you pretty much want. I'd, I'd like to throw my Warhammer at him. Go ahead and make an attack roll for me, please. Let's see. The, this uh... priest um, who's been giving out the voice of authority lifts up the Warhammer and it begins to glow with psychic and flaming energy sort of this white purple energy and flames begin to rise off of this warhammer it's gonna be an 18 plus 7 damn so okay nice uh, i don't know how to use the discord bot so that's why i'm not that's fine i mean actually it's probably better for you to roll real life uh <laughs> yeah that's what i'm doing the discord bot the discord bot is super biased to me as a dm um like yeah yeah um it loves me as a dm but as as players it can be hard to play against um so i would love the, to see the internal code of this just to see what it looks like the war the warhammer just flies through some of the gushers and they immediately evaporate on contact with the warhammer and it flies through space uh where are you aiming on this big big fungal entity you said he's got like 12 eyes right yep I'm just aiming for the cluster. Okay. Cluster it eye. flies outward and slams one of the eyes. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay, damage. It, Sorry, I gotta keep bouncing back. Um, as the Warhammer slams into one of its eyes, you see it. that one eye begin to just like implode. And the eyes were just made out of purplish energy. So it, it like, it wasn't really an eyeball, like a physical matter eyeball. But this purple energy begins to just rift and fracture, and you see uh, something beyond, a universe hidden beneath your own within it. It's going to be nine, nine physical damage, then it's going to be four psychic damage, and then... See, is it 2d6s for the, uh, the flame? Yep. And then it's going to be five... Flame damage. So we got and then plus four wisdom, or was that part of the nine? That was part of the nine. Okay, nine, four, and five. Yep. <clears throat> nine, four, and five. Nice. Eighteen. Cool. Is that it for your turn? Uh, I just continue to express my disappointment. Okay. I won't leave you disappointed. Okay. You guys do the same shit I just did. 
<laughs> Arnold, you better smash that thing. I I am going to do that. Okay. <laughs> Stop disappointing. Um, top of the round, Cobb. Actually, oh. it's the tiny gushers. Um, so you watch as these tiny gushers. Some have been ha- have been evaporated. Some have been crushed, but there are still quite a few around. And you see where the eye was fractured on the main fungal beast. The purple energy begins to just flow off, and it this rift seems to grow slightly bigger. And you see into a, a different universe, a, a sort of warped universe, if you will, if we're following the lore of whatever. And you watch as energy begins to flow off of this portal of an eyeball, and it it fills these gushers with forms of energy. And you watch as they begin to glow. Um, they do oh. seem like they could explode, but oh. at this point, they are going to try to. You watch as the energy coalesces and begins to form sort of a matrix, an array of barriers, trying to hold your group in. Oh. Oh, You watch us forming lines of energy. It's made a mistake there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm already inside it. Oh, just you wait. Except for Excanor, um, (laughs) the group is now surrounded by, like, wavering electrical looking power energy lines that just form a grid around you guys trying to trap you on this asteroid i got you Cobb. i could i pull out my my cooking bandana strap it around my head and i'm like corm i'll show you what's up and so you, you feel just like like there's like a little bit of like corn just like growing around my feet and the power of the corn god is just imbued in me and then I take a stance, my head had been wavering, and then I cast a spell, control water, seeing that these are all gushers. They arise, they rise up 20 feet instantly, so they're all imbued in this, and so I'm going to use uh, the flood and kind of, I can control it, I'm going to like wave all of them around and crash it right into the fungus, and just wave everything up and just crash it right into it. Um... <laughs> All right, let me make a will, uh, wisdom saving throw. Or uh, let's roll a constitution <laughs> yeah. saving throw for these tiny things. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, uh, what is your DC for your spell? 17. 17. So the, this like fungal cob, you reach forward and you commune with the, the water in the air, the very liquid of, in space. And luckily, yeah. gushers are made of 95% water. Yes. And as you focus in on it, they s- seem to lose control of their physical forms and they just float upwards and then you wave them around slightly. Some of them oh, start yeah. getting electrocuted in their own force field that they put around you. And as you watch a couple of them as they as they fade, the field seems to get less strong and then you with a wave of your arm, the <laughs> remaining gushers just <laughs> Splatter against the fungal beast. Let's go. Oh, we'll um, fourth level. Go ahead and roll a d hundred for me, please. <clears throat> okay. Um, nice. There are four left. Four that have escaped the slaughter. Oh <clears throat> heck yeah! Yep. 
do you want to do anything with your movement? Oh, as the gushers slam against the entity, the field that they were generating fades and um, is non-existent. Nice. Um, let's see. Um, I think I'll I'll run up some, and I'll just pose. <laughs> <laughs> you run forward to where um, Corm is standing. And you just posed next to him. Corm, oh, yeah. Have a reaction to that. You should go uh, to my restaurant sometime. <laughs> I put a hand on his shoulder. See, that's what I'm talking about. You know your shit. God damn yeah, it, yeah. Playing with your food like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I yell at the colonel. What the hell are you doing? Be more like this guy. Uh, you want to Colonel. Colonel, what do you want to do? There's, there's <laughs> the cute one, and you, the cute one in your arm, your hand is is really cute. You've taken your sword and you've shaved off all the little limbs that it's trying to grow, and you've like carved <laughs> little symbols in it, and it, it's just like screaming, squirming in your hand. Um, and it's it, it's cute in its horribly chaotic, sort of warped way. What do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> Colonel's incapacitated by laughter. Yeah, yeah. Just his laughter. Just imagine this big hulking, like creature, just stare at like this is Jim. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call you Jim. You're a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay. the big fungal entity is looking down at you okay. and your your friend uh, sk corn uh, is trapped within okay. it okay all right all right all right, all right. the all question right. is as a dm do you want to keep this tiny squirming gusher <laughs> We like to raise this. <laughs> is it to be oh. a corn? <laughs> Show it. Okay, watch. <laughs> okay, you watch as Colonel um, tries to like sneakily instead of just crushing the gusher that's in his hand, and he tries to like sneakily slide it away so that Corm um, doesn't see him not crushing it. Uh, go ahead and make a sleight of hand check for me, please. Uh, Corm, can you make a perception check for me? <laughs> Would he get disadvantage on this? No. No, okay. Uh, perception from you. I think you have pretty good perception. I think I yeah, you should. He's a, so. He's a cleric. <laughs> doesn't mean I'm it. laughing about that. <laughs> I got a two, so plus four, I got a six. Oh. <laughs> Corm, you're you're too busy patting Cobb on the back. <laughs> to notice Colonel Neakley. Just this 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 like horribly mutated gusher. Uh it's it's a friend now and just slides it into your back pocket. You're Colonel. my friend now. We can talk those later. Um meanwhile, oh, your friend uh, your Eskicorn partner 
is trapped is within the fungal entity. Okay, how far away is the fungal entity? It is um, it is 70 feet. I'd say it did move closer, so I, actually I'm going to change the distance to like 60. 60? Let's do, let's do 40. Yeah. It's just slowly crawling through the, the asteroid belt. The rift just growing bigger and as, as you guys watch. Well, I'm going to pull out my uh, giant maul. Or not my giant maul, but my maul and just, you know. Then I'm going to click my boots, my boots of speed. Mm-hmm. I turn to Corm and go, You want to see something? You want to see something? Hmm? Yeah, let's see something, huh? All right. I turn and I say, And I just fucking book it. <laughs> Down the right door and I slam my maul right into the face of the fungus. As, as you click your boots together, Corm. You're like, let's see something. And then uh, the form blurs a little bit, and you watch as Colonel Cornelius Cornwall just speeds through space and just slams this giant mole um, on the fungal beast's head. Go ahead and roll a, an attack roll for me, please. Let's say with advantage, because you're technically flanking. Are you still using the bot, or will you switch to dice? I... <laughs> oh, I probably should do dice, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've pulled out my. I, I'm gonna do dice. This <laughs> makes sense. I'm just uh, doing math in my head. Do you guys think this fungus is intelligent? Oh, oh no! What are you gonna do to it? <laughs> yeah, it can be honest. <laughs> okay, I got a twenty-three. A twenty-three. That, that definitely yeah. hits. Damn. Okay. I would just kill it. Okay, so. I need more dice. <laughs> do you want to use the bot for damage? Yeah, let's do... I don't know, I don't trust yeah. them. You know, I'll just bot damage, so easier. So, also, have it roll a strength check for me, please. Okie dokie. I'm activating my fire rune, so... A rune on one of my arm. My, uh, shoulders grows bright red. It rolled a 22 strength check. Okay, that definitely passed. Okay, yeah, that's better. Uh, okay, it does 23 damage to it. Good roll. 23 Maybe. damage. All right. You slam into its face, and you hear a <laughs> sound as uh, sort of a rip begins tearing through this fungus. And you see Escanor deep within this fungus. It looks like the fungus is trying to latch onto Escanor in various ways to begin sucking liquid out of him. Mother, get out of there! <laughs> I'm just kind of vibing. Like, oh. <laughs> just looking at my coat. It's like, oh, it's dirty now. <laughs> Father, what are you doing in there? There's no one. This is no time for fun. Do you want to do anything else? Uh, that's my entire action. It's gone, so. Oh. Oh, don't Wait, you have I two could attacks? Have, oh, I, oh, I don't I, I smite as well, actually. Hold <laughs> on. Do you get two attacks or no? Oh, yeah, I do get two attacks. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm going to attack again. So, not disadvantage this time? Uh, you shouldn't have had disadvantage. Not disadvantage, but advantage. Uh, 
Oh, no, no advantage this time because you can okay. see Eskinor. 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 What are you doing in there? What are you doing, Stepcorn? <laughs> I'm inside. <laughs> it's sucking him dry. <laughs> okay, there's a 21 hit. A 21 does hit, yeah. Okay, good. Cobb, would you like to re reflect on anything that's going on right now? Me? Yeah. What do you What do you say? Does it remind you of your old kitchen days? Man, I mean, like, we had cases like this in the kitchen at times. People would end up inside other people, cut something open. <laughs> no, that's Wait, uh, Liam, would this count as an abomination for me? Uh, it is an aberration, yes. It's aberration, so I wouldn't do extra damage to it, or no? Uh, I don't believe you would. I'm doing Divine Smite also. The grace of the Corn Lord, Corn God, blesses your weapon, and you smite this fungal entity. Alright. Holy crap. I'm mean, actually, I am, since I'm using a two-handed weapon, I do have the, what is it called? Is oh, re-roll re -roll one's feet? Yeah. Yeah. Go Very ahead and roll exciting. a 1d6. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> okay. So add five to... So it's that, okay, that's 36 damage, yep. 36, okay. Um, wait, 36 plus 23 is 59. And then 59 is 70, 78. Okay. So you smash twice into this fungal entity, and it looks, it just splits. It continues to rip down the middle, and um, this divine smite slams into it. And you watch as the divine corn energy actually begins siphoning away its liquid and drawing it towards your weapon. Oh. Hmm. Mm. All right. Is that it? That is it, yes. It looks really hurt. So, Escacorn, you're. Hold on, hold on. Can, I do one? Can I say oh, one thing? Yeah, yeah. I like that corn. Is that good enough for you? You know, it's actually kind of on par right now. You're actually doing kind of good. Make it Jeez. Jeez. I blow him a kiss. It's <laughs> because I'm right next to the chef, so it's the chef kiss, too. <laughs> I pound my chest and go like, yeah. That's All right. Guys, back. <laughs> you think to drink from me? Or I shall partake of you instead. I'm going to grab one of the tendrils that's trying to grab me. And I'm just going to like put it up to my mouth and try to suck all the life force out of it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you go inside the main enemy and then you just start sucking him off? Like, yeah, I'm gonna eat him from the inside. <laughs> just eat it, eat it out from the crack? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trapped in you. You're stuck with me inside you. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn. Okay, so Escacorn, uh, go ahead and make a constitution saving throw for me, please. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> That's fine with me. Do I have? Let me look up Rage real quick. 
you watch as Escacorn begins just grabbing handfuls of this fungal entity and just begins eating it, chomping it down. Um, watching a corn eat other foods is sort of terrifying because corn doesn't eat foods like humans do. They don't really have mouths. Instead, you have tiny, tiny... Oh, you have tiny, tiny pores that absorb things. So it's basically like Escacorn slathering himself up with this fungal matter, and it just slowly absorbs into it. Escacorn, you start, you start feeling not too great. It, Aww. it's a. It, you've eaten a lot of stuff, but yeah, doesn't sit right. Yeah, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't case. really sit right. Go ahead and roll. Um, let's let's roll. 5d12 for me, please. <laughs> Corm, do you have a reaction to Escacorn? Um, just... I heal this guy and he can't even hold his... He just tries to suck your dude off. I don't understand. <laughs> okay, technically, I'm just eating his... Like, I'm trying to just eat the magic called life essence, like the stardust in him. Mm-hmm. You guys watch as Escacorn devours from the inside, carving out more and more chunks, and this feverish sort of energy seems to overcome Escacorn. And you watch as he just eats more and more. The fungal entity eventually has too much magical energy taken away from it, and you watch as it its magical energy begins to fade and it becomes inanimate matter. It dies slowly, its body just floating limply in space. But that does not deter Escacorn as it continues to devour through. The eyes seem to fade and the energy seems to start flowing into Escacorn. Uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe it worked we too are... well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you guys watch as this warped, chaotic energy begins just flowing est- into Escacorn. Est- um, do you guys want to do anything? We are out of combat. Oh, is is Escacorn safe? <laughs> is he? Yeah. Yeah. Can, I, uh, can I cast food purification or whatever? Purify food and water. That's probably a good idea. Probably. You watch as Escacorn begins to twitch and begins to just like you watch as little fungal growths begin to grow around his body, and then you cast purify food, and the energy remains, but the food you watch as the fungal growths that were growing across Escacorn just slowly disintegrate and fade away. Escacorn, you look up, and as you look up, the rest of the party sees that your eyes are now two purple glowing orbs of energy, similar to what the fungal beast had. Oh. Mm. What heresy is this? I was was evading dispelling magic on him, but I think I'd let him just do his thing. A lot of things are wrong with them. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I know that. Hey, I, I gotta do a test. Let me. I, I walk up to him. Just... I, this, this, this might hurt a little bit. I, I, I prick one of his little. Like, you're, you're like a corn cob, right? Yeah. Um, I prick one of his little kernels, and the juice starts to flow into a little jar that I just happen to have. 
Hey, I'm sorry. My, this is a test. You know, priests, we test things, huh? And uh, I, I fill make... up a jar full of his liquid and I stow it away for later. Go ahead and make a medicine trick for me, please. Are you trying to heal this guy? To... Can I help him with it? Uh, medicine is your brewing check. Is oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Wait, he's so a chef. Yeah, yeah. He is a chef, so it worked. I am a chef. Okay, wait, so... Plus 20. Ah, shit. Okay, wait, that's a four, but then what's my... Uh, what was what was the ability that I got with my brewing check? What was that? Um, you get a D4. To oh, a plus D4? Yep. Yes. And then Chef said he's helping me out, too? Yeah, I'm helping you yeah. out. So you get so advantage. You get advantage and a D4. Can I give him guidance, too? Or does he already have that? Uh, I, uh, I got guidance. Wait, so you okay. said I get advantage on that D20 roll? Yep. Yeah, you have oh, advantage, cool. and then you have 2D4. Fuck yeah. Okay, so 17 oh, plus yeah. the 2D4 is going to be... Ooh, I got a 4. Okay, so I got 7, so t- 17 plus 7. 24? So Ooh. Yeah, we're chilling. 24. I realized I didn't need to use control water. <laughs> it was a little extra. would have killed it. I, I realized I forgot I do damage just by walking at things. So you That's fine, control, though. You have control water? Uh, is that you uh, it's a fourth level spell. Okay. Because I have I just, control <laughs> water. I was just going to pop them like zits. Oh. <laughs> I decided to be cooler just to... It's much cooler. <laughs> um, you take this sample of escacorn, and it's a it's an adequate sample to produce some alcoholic beverages off of it. But what you oh. do realize is there is something wrong, or better, you can't quite tell. Some new magical energy has filled escacorn, and that this might be a way to turn the tide of the war. Oh, mm. so you're saying this alcohol will also make you stronger if we make it into alcohol? This juice, <laughs> you're turning me into alcohol. No. <laughs> we no, need the, it for the power. The, the, the party well, could ferment exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. The party does not realize uh, Corm is taking stuff for alcohol purposes. Um, uh, okay, but <laughs> it, just this magical like medicine check. You do realize that there is something deeply, deeply changed about Escacorn. Oh. I'm going to see the juice and be like, I can make something out of this. Some food? Hey, no, I, I, I got this. I'll run some tests. You know, I got people back at the the, the church. You know, uh, I got this. Don't don't worry about it. I'll leave it to you. Yep. <laughs> I mumble. I just got a shrug. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I have proven my superiority once again. <laughs> Do you say it was like a purplish drink? Is it, that what it was? The magic in in it, like imbued in it, is purplish. But the corn liquid, yeah, it's it's sort of yellowish because of corn, and then purplish mm-hmm. because of magic. Aye. So it's like a it's like an extremely fancy cocktail, basically. I grimace shake. It is. <laughs> oh no. Um the cornucopia, this grand church that is in the shape of a cornucopia, so it's this big round horn but with spirals and cathedrals floats closer and you see a huge 
bay door open up where you see infantry, corn infantry soldiers just standing and like applauding your return back to the cornucopia. <clears throat> they have formed into lines for your parade back to the central command room. I'm gonna saunter up proudly and glowing purple. <laughs> yeah. Glowing purple eyes. Nothing else is glowing purple. Nothing else. Yep. Go on in. Wave to them. Hey, come to my restaurant. <laughs> how how uh, are infantry units? Um, they're about your size. Um, so they're smaller than like Colonel Colonel Cornelius Cornwall or Escacorn. They're smaller because um, Colonel and Escacorn are both genetically bred for war, so they're much bigger, um, genetically modified to be much larger, produce more oomph, if you will. And then, um, so that, but they're they're like they're like four or five feet tall. You're also okay. four or five feet tall. All right. I don't know how big Cobb is. I I'll be four or five foot tall, Colonel. Okay. You're not quite Cobb, but don't don't wait. Wait, wait. Yeah. Yo, is Cobb a Colonel? Wait, you're a Colonel. I am a Colonel because. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, here's what I'm going to say. Um. This colonel is the biggest kernel of corn you've ever seen. It's the size of corn, no other pieces of corn. Um, but it, so I'm gonna say that you are actually plucked like in battle. The corn god was in battle and you fell off, and because it had just such magical energy, you became alive and you have spores and stuff. So you oh, are a fragment yeah. of. The corn god. That's corn the only god. way I can explain why this kernel's just so big. This is a good explanation. Yeah. <laughs> I am a descendant of the corn god. Yes. And we all are. Yes, we all are, yeah. Yeah, we, we all are. That is... We all are. We all are. <laughs> yep, indeed. Yep, everyone. Yeah. Yep, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Four little, corn like, bros. Hang it yeah. up. Yeah. Corn bros. <laughs> the the like broccoli in a corn husk hood, sort of like. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a he's a different shade of corn. <laughs> I'm from another school. <laughs> he's from world. They're green over there. Uh, some of the legionnaires are like, "Oh, is that is that the four four cornmen of the apocalypse? Are are." Our specialized unit task force. I I heard they're they're taking down the big one, the the corn syrup, the cornstarch corn syrup factory. Wow, that's so cool. And you guys walk by and they're just like applauding at you guys. Oh um, yeah. You enter sort of like an elevator shaft and it takes you up to the main control center, which is that cathedral room that you guys were in before. In it stands the like. The voice of the corn god, one of the priests, the the high priest of the corn god. Um, I'm gonna say, what is a priestly name? Let's let's look up 
Priestly names. I mean, pretty damn priestly. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Francis? I'm going to say John Henry Cornman. John Henry head priest. Cornman, the head priest of the corn god. John Henry comes up and says, You did well, my warriors of the corn lord. Oh, yeah. It was hard work out there. Dude, that locks you You are... Your thirst for war shall not be quenched. But but what is different? Why why are you why are you different? Well, I'm just, I just like I give I give a Esco corner side eye. <laughs> just <in there. laughs> I don't even know if Esco corner knows. <laughs> what do you mean by different? Fine. John Henry We're sort of corn. turns over to you guys and goes. You have brought foreign magic into the heart of the cornucopia. What is this heresy? Heresy? I just ate a dude. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> Do I have a backstory with this priest or no? Because coming from the church, do I know him prior to this or no? Yeah, yeah. So this guy is basically the... if. If the cornucopia was a miniature city, he's basically the mayor of the miniature city. Um, but it's the fact that church and state are still combined. Okay. So he's also the head priest of the city. And he would be the, he would be the one who assigned you guys to your positions as the four cornmen of the apocalypse. So you like you probably had to talk to him to earn your spot on the four cornmen of the apocalypse, especially mm. as a broccoli. As a corn. We uh, encountered a, a being with strange magical power, and so I decided to add it to my collection. Mm. And he would know about my habits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does he know I'm a broccoli? Me to... Should I bring out the gusher to him? Or should... Absolutely. Oh, you want him just be talking about the gusher and not me? <laughs> uh, he he launches into a story and says, Long ago, when the corn lord still walked among us, he strove to create equality and to create a fight that was worthwhile. He found that the most effective way to defeat the liquids, the heretical liquids, was to actually take their powers, once vanquished and defeated, to absorb their powers. This is in line with the corn codes. Excellent job. Why, thank you, and I'm going to bow. Good job, Eskicorn. Using that 20 charisma to good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) However, there is still something else. Karana. Huh? Oh, he turns out he's calling him out. 
<laughs> yes, father. <laughs> Is there something in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Okay, you didn't have to see the second part. <laughs> you said, yes, my lord. I bring out the gusher. That's limitless. Holy smokes. Holy... What is that? One of the being. It's one of these. It's a. It's what. It's a heathen. It's a heathen that I brought back. You brought it. What is this? <laughs> is is this still imbued with the energy? Um, as it gets brought out, it seems to like it seems to have gone dormant for a while. Um, but as it's brought out, the eyes of Eskicorn begin to glow brighter, and it seems to activate a little bit. Oh, strange. What? What is your reasoning behind bringing this abomination on board? I'm sorry, Brain. I should have told you. But I think we need to study this thing. It was distorting the space around it. It must be studied. You know, and if we need more of this power, this could maybe lead us to more of like where its source is. Yes, that is true. Because you know, we see, we can see. Uh, Ask a corn over there. His it's eyes are glowing more. He's glowing so. more, so we definitely need to study this as much as we can. Something resonating. Mm. A live subject will do well. A compass, if you will, a compass to more enemies to vanquish. Yes. Yes. Very well. Uh, Have I done? We Am I forgiven are, for this act? You are valiant, valiantly forgiven. If it is in search of more enemies to vanquish, to destroy, to rid of this world, you are very well to keep this heretical entity. Thank you. And I like bow. <laughs> yep. I got you back, Cornelius. Thank you. <laughs> um, do you want to I also want to hand out uh, everybody some some berries from the farm. You know, everyone who got got hit. I have good berry for the DM to know. So I'll just hand out some some berries to everyone. And be like, go and eat up after that fight. You know, stay like full. What's the berry equivalent of this world? Because there are actual berries and all that. So, um, food in this world is magical energy, and so basically, when he when um, Cobb talks about like the restaurant or anything it is our real life equivalent except it's made out of like magical energy so if you say i was making spaghetti and meatballs uh, then it's just like magical energy formed into like what looks like spaghetti and with meatballs but it's oh, okay. just energy it's, it's not food because food is the alive parts yeah it was well. I, was, I felt like yeah. sucrose and like glucose stuff like that yeah, yeah. So those mm. are the physical things that like make up an entity. It's like saying how we have like ligaments and bones and whatever. Um, so those are those are what makes up like the entities that you just fought was um, mostly made out of sugar. Yeah. Corn syrup. Except, except the syrup. the fungal entity, which was made out of what is it? Cry? I don't know. Whatever chemical fungi are made out of. Uh, what is the mycelium? Oh, go ahead. Mycelium. Oh, mycelium. Yeah. Yeah. What is like? What, what were you uh, like 
I don't want to say like cannibalism, but like if we were to eat berry people, like we're corn, we're better than berries, right? Well, yeah, not just for vegetables. That's what I've been doing. We're vegetables, so we're, we're, we're right. clear. Is that just like spoils of war? Like I stole women and children. Now here, here you go, guys. You know what I mean? You're prisoners of war. So do what you must. What happens to um, foods is that if you eat other foods. The one thing that might happen is the other food is inanimate, so it doesn't have like a soul or anything in it. And then, then you just get the flavors of that other food. You be, become sort of a mixed dish creation. So like, let's say you ate berries, it would basically be like corn that was like kept inside berry juice for a while, like marinated in berry juice. Um, mm. And then if it's alive though, then your two souls will start to merge and you will become a mixture of both the berry and the corn person. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So if you eat too much of like one thing, you your own soul could get overwhelmed by the other thing. Okay. That's why I'm yeah. trying to eat all the corn. Um. Yeah. Your, your, <laughs> your soul is corn. Because you've had enough of it. I've just gaslighted had enough corn. <laughs> I don't think we're. <laughs> I don't think you're gaslighting. I think we just acknowledge you're not corn. Just like, eh, he's been blessed by our corn god. Yeah. <laughs> we would have. corn in spirit. Yeah, we would like, you know, flay you and torture you, but eh, get the blessing. <laughs> no, you're fine. Yeah. But we don't tell you that. It's fine. <laughs> we just play along. It's like, yeah. It's just a joke to us. It's one of us. Let's see. Go, go to um, our research quarters. Our head researcher, Maisie, or Maze, will will Maze. help you construct this warp compass. Oh, all right. Let's head on over then. Yep. You guys, uh, go through the ship a little bit and. At the very tail end of the ship, where it would probably do the least harm if it exploded uh, to the rest of the ship, is the scientific research part of the cornucopia. And as you walk into it, you see it is a large, large space with various magical devices, all like whirring and spinning and potions are brewing over there. And you see, you see various just like different things and running around through it is this like over it's both overly ripe and like bright orange and ready like fully ripe so like this mixture of green and orange corn that like it's 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 before i don't know it's it's a it's a green orange corn who's just running around frantically and wears these massive um, arcane goggles, which seem to glow different colors every now and then. Um, this corn looks up and goes, Well, what you doing? <laughs> well, nobody, um, comes, nobody comes and visits me. Who, who, hi. Uh, um, oh, is that magic? Do you have magic for is. me? Yes. But My name? I am well, we have two, well, two things. Name's Carl. Yours? I, I'm Maze. Mazey? Maze? Any, any of them. Uh, my, I specialize in putting magic together. 
Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, uh, let's see. You make, our t- you make our tools of war, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I designed the tools, and then the forge in the central part of the ship makes them. But, uh, yeah, I, I designed them. I come up with the glyphs and stuff. Mm. Impressive work. Thank you. It has served me very well in many battles. Um, you watch as this little maze corn sees Escort eyes and just goes, <gasps> Ooh. Whoa. Wait. What are those? Your eyes. Oh, yeah. Something I ate. Uh, took a little bit extra. Um, pulls some... out a, a little, like, stepladder and just starts, like, climbing up the stepladder to just, like, stare deeply into your eyes. <clears throat> What? What? We have brought you something, Maze. Uh, wait. What? How's this possible? You should be fungus now. You should be. You should be a giant, growing fungus. Who, who purified you? The boy did. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it would be I give you a fist bump. <laughs> Oh, it's you, Corm. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's you. <laughs> What's this supposed to mean, Daisy? Come on. What, what are you trying what? to say? You don't. You don't remember me? We. 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 We had. We had dinner at at this man's nice restaurant. What? And, and oh. then. And then you said I was so nervous and anxious that I was sort of forgettable. And then. Uh, and then you said you had time better spent on other things. Remember? Huh? Yeah. We, that was. Yeah. A- I don't. <laughs> the, the crazy thing is, Corm's twin brother actually likes to eat at my restaurant very often. So, yeah, you never see the two in the same place. But like, like I see on the reservation, like you know, it, mm-hmm. they look very same. similar. So similar, same last name and everything. Yeah, uh, Cobb, go ahead and make sure, a decision. You know, he's the restaurant owner. <laughs> Wait, can I can I help him? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and make a deception check with advantage. Um, oh, your deception higher you... than five. No. Did so... I do the rule? Um, no. I because I, think... I said I did say that they look very similar. I think uh, Cobb was the main like proponent of it. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> Let me roll for her. I'm sweating. I'm sweating over here. Like, like, <laughs> Tyrus, do you have dice? Like, uh, to him. Um, I can give him some. Yeah, dice. give him some dice. I would give him some. <gasps> Let's go. Oh. Well, nine. you know what? Tell your twin brother that I don't want to ever see his face again. I won't even allow him in my restaurant anymore, just for you. I didn't know that happened. I'm so sorry. He's disrespectful. Jeez, you know, I'll, 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 t- I'll teach that little guy a lesson. Never see him again. He's not going to be part of the family anymore, you know. Uh, oh, thank you. Uncle Corny will get rid of him. Excellent. Um, takes out a little, like, what looks like a screwdriver and just slams it into Escacorn's eyes. <clears throat> and Escacorn, you feel uh, a stabbing pain, but it's not that bad, actually. It, but you guys, from the outside perspective, you watch as Maisie 
stabs the screwdriver into Escacorn's eyes and just begins like digging around what looks like in the eyeball. As you watch, the screwdriver doesn't seem to like puncture the eye or scrape it or anything. It just seems to pass into the eyeball itself, into the space beyond. Interesting. It's it's a little disconcerting feeling, feeling someone scrape around in your eyeball, Escacorn. I'm going to act like it's completely normal. <laughs> Nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah. Colonel, do you have a reaction to Maisie digging around in your friend's eyeball? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just everyone's like, oh yeah, it's perfectly normal. Yeah. Hey, can I try? And I want to stick a finger in his eye. No, 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 you're not this, no, stop, I slapped his hand, no, no, the, uh, Corm, like, is like, oh, I want to try, and, uh, these two hulking war-built genetically modified cords immediately just slap Corm's hands away, and do the little, like, little hand, hand rub, I see, uh, all right. Maisie goes. This, this is crazy. This is, th there's, your eyes have access to a space beyond our own. Uh, something about condensed magical energy so much that it's creating an overlying space over our own. What? That's what? And uh, like gets off the step stool and runs over and grabs like what looks like several different um lenses and microscope looking equipment and just runs over and is like this this is amazing How, wh okay wh do you want to do something with it like i i could imagine so many things well can i weaponize it mm, um i think it's overlapping so could i for instance look at something and suck it in like partially like suck it in basically I'm thinking of the hand from Jojo's mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of destroying it it would just be uh, sucked in mm -hmm. uh, the thing is and she like flicks through the goggles a little bit and they change to a similar purple color and starts like looking with lenses and microscopes and but the thing is I don't. I don't think we can control it. I. Um. It looks like it's a two-way portal into this dimension. I don't know where that dimension goes. Um. Uh, I don't. So what could I? Well, what could you do to? You said you had multiple ideas. So what were you thinking? Well, we we could use it to travel galactic distances. Uh, maybe. Um. If it if the space overlaps with enough of the galaxy, we could. We could, um, we could maybe shunt, shunt things through the space and, and appear somewhere else. We wouldn't have any way of calibrating or knowing where we would end up, but, um, unless, unless we had something else to sort of navigate through it. Well, we do have this gush. Yeah, yeah I, boy. I was just about to say that. Thank you. I pull out this limbless gusher that's lifeless at the moment. Um, she goes, Ah! Ah! What is that? Ah! It's his it is a gusher that I pulled off the battlefield. 
I thought it'd be uh, useful for us. Uh, it looks, it looks heretical. I, I don't want anything heretical in my shop. It is, fi it is fine. I've talked to the head priest. Well, I, I mean, if if John Henry says if John Henry says it's okay, maybe 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 it's okay. Um, but I could make I could make a compass. I could we could try to navigate this extra space. Um, uh, well, I mean, it, you're a chef, right, Cobb? Cobb. Sorry, so I think you're muted. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, I am. I am uh, a chef. It, Cobb, are you? Well, you're good at naming stuff, right? Oh. Not exactly. I usually outsource that, but... Oh, okay, okay. Uh, what about you, Corm? We could call Twin. it the Corpus, because it's a compass. But for corn. Corpus. It's a corpus. Corpus. A compass. Yes. Corpus. The corpus. John said that you couldn't <laughs> extract its <laughs> magical location. The, the corn. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I could, I could do something like that. And she like goes over and starts putting together this like device, and it looks like a spherical basketball, basically. Um, and she's like, "Okay, okay, put the put the put the thing. I don't want to touch it. I don't. No, I don't. Can you put the thing in there? Oh, sure. Uh, I'll zoom up and put it in. Oh, Colonel, Colonel, Colonel. Mm -hmm. uh, can you put the can you put the, the thing in there? Yes, I put it down. Yep, I place it in. So um, you watch as the little tiny mutilated gusher is put into this sort of like basketball container. And the energy that it was sort of like reflecting off of the eyes of Escanor begins to like crystallize and sort of focus into a beam. <clears throat> Hmm. Well, okay. I think if we put enough energy into if we put into enough energy into this uh this Escanor thing, um I I think we could we could open a rift to that other space. A rift you say? Would it be a one way or a two way portal? It would. It? Doesn't matter. There's enemies. There's enemies, and then there won't be. <laughs> they will be annihilated. Crushed <laughs> beneath our feet. We'll find our way back. <laughs> Speaking of crushing, could I manipulate my weight using it? Because you said it's super condensed and it overlaps over, like, our world. So could I like send some of my weight to it? Or in the other reverse, increase my weight. Um, okay, so out of character, uh, a brief explanation of what's going on is um, so in D and D there is the astral sea, and that's where a bunch of items get dumped. In Warhammer, there is the warp, and that's where a bunch of things get dumped. Maybe we're not going to talk about things. the Warhammer is too complicated. Let's not. But um, so. Essentially, is you have tiny, tiny, empty holes to the astral sea or the warp or whatever you want to call it, the space that overlies over just set oh, on the okay. top of the universe, like open bags of holding, basically. 
Right. But it's like, it's such small, chaotic portals that you can't really pass matter through it. Um, mm -hmm. Except with this device. Look at this device. Okay, if you if you rile up the the little the little heretical gushy in it, um, uh, maybe by shaking it or or by messing with it somehow, you can you might be able to get the energy to expand. And if we feed Escanor energy, his eyes might be able to focus a beam out oh. to create a rift. And depending on how long we feed him energy, we could we could actually open the rift depending on what size, and we might even be able to fit the whole cornucopia in there. Mm. Oh. oh, how much energy do we need? Mm, maybe, maybe just a minor star. Mm. Center of the universe, we go. Uh. <laughs> well, we just need to get more than. Wait, yeah. would we know about Alfonso? Not. Uh, no. Um, I we we all we know is that the heart of the forge. Was destroyed. Well, what we know about that the heart of forge is like missing, missing. Yes, missing. Yeah. But we don't know what happened okay. to it exactly, unless it reached our ears. Okay. Ears because we're corn. I get it. Oh, right. This <laughs> 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 was not thinking that. That was so wait, wait, wait. Tyler says, "Write that down. Write that down. Write that down." <laughs> yeah, just because we're corn. Okay, I think that is what we're going to call an episode. We will pick up right. as you guys journey to find a power source for this portal, this traversal system. Um, yeah. But now you have two characters that you can interact with, John Henry and Maisie, or Maze. Um, nice. Yeah. Take and you also start. have this pocket, pocket um, gush, gusher, pocket gusher. Pocket gush? Are they, is it like an orb of direction? Yeah, it's it's like an orb of direction, except it's a live, living entity that you you have to shake to activate. Oh, okay. Right. I'll write that down. Mm -hmm. I write that down. <laughs> you think we can like make food with that, and it'll automatically be imbued, and we just feed a bunch to Escort Gord. Actually, it'd probably be faster just to go. Actually, I can, I can try that. Um, we can try that okay. next session. Yeah, we can try that in the next session. Um, yeah. We, I try to keep the podcast episodes around an hour, maybe an hour and two hours. I try to keep that. How do you guys feel about this like amount of time for a session? It's good. Good amount of time. Good amount of time, yeah. Okay, it works. I think you want to like... Nice you don't want to do that many sessions, I think you said. Yeah, I was planning on only doing maybe four or five. Okay, okay yeah. Like long five hour like yeah. Good. Yeah, and it, like um your goal is to try to breach into the corn syrup factory, but the thing is mm -hmm. you don't know where it is located and also the liquid foods are excellent at putting up barriers and shields. So that's why I'm like you have to find your way through the warp first. Okay. Yeah. That's that's why I was like, yeah, we'll we'll have uh, an entity for this first one where it gives you the ability to bypass shields and other trickery things. Cool. But in the warp there's madness. So there might be a lot more mental strain on the party. 
I'm ready. And have mental yep. strength. Oh, yeah. You're done. Doesn't say anything to that. My faith is my shield. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think that's all. But yeah. yeah. So we're going to send the listeners back into the void. Get back in there. Bye. Yep. Get back, get back in. in. Bye.